Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, welcome to Chat of the Wild. My name is Bradley's Apartment, and we're here today to talk about Legend of Zelda. Is it a potato? Send it to you, Ruby. <laughs> uh, hi, my name is Ruby. Uh, I, I am known to play Legend of Zelda games online. Uh, I play through the entire uh, Hyrule Historia timeline, and right now I am on the Legend of Potato Minish Cap because that's what my <laughs> chat decided to name Link. Mm. Uh, but huge fan of the Legend of Zelda games or what got me into video games. So I'm excited to be here. And Luigi. Special guest Luigi is Hi, joining I, us today. Oh, yes. Because it's our podcast so much. now. You invited yeah. us not Thanks realizing so we would take me. it over. <laughs> Luigi, you're welcome back oh, anytime this is... on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's a real treat, guys. Uh, I've always big fan, long time listener, <laughs> first time caller. Um, really excited to be here to talk about uh, potatoes and ducks, and and what those all have to do with each other. Um, mm-hmm. Triforces, triangles, something like that. Triumph forks. Who knows? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, hi, guys. Um, I like what, Legend what, of what Zelda we got? as well. Okay. I, that's that's a good good starting yeah. point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love my favorite one, <laughs> Link's Awakening. Big fan. Oh, mm. good choice. Yep. OG Game Boy one. I prefer the Game Boy Color one's nice as well. The remake is good, but I I really like the old one. And I don't know. Is there any it's the real Zelda, Zelda games one. coming out soon? There, there does seem to be some chatter on the internet. I've seen like a new Switch, uh, SKU. So I, I guess probably be a good thing to look at. Breath of the Wild two, I assume. Tears of the Kingdom I, with with Daddy I Ganon about as the internet has uh, affectionately deemed him. <laughs> I listen. <sighs> okay. I you brought me on a Zelda podcast, so I get to geek about it now. The very please yes. So the literally the very first game that I ever played, full start to finish, because I wasn't allowed to play a lot of video games when I was growing up, was the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. A guy in the neighborhood loaned me his Game Boy Color, and I would hide under the covers at night with a little flashlight, just playing Mm -hmm. it under the covers so that I could beat the whole game and get it back to him in a few weeks. And I already loved fantasy stories, but getting to play it and be part of the story, Mm. be the protagonist, it changed my life. So... I not only love the Legend of Zelda games and the fact that they are such a, um, how do I put this? They, they've become such a pinnacle for what video games can be. Like Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. is so often attributed as one of the first 
big adventure games to be that intricate and expansive a world in 3D. And then Breath of the Wild, the map is so much bigger than any other game that I had seen up to that point. So getting to see the Tears of the Kingdom trailer that takes everything I love about so many of these games that I have played, like every single one on day of release with a few exceptions, and it mixes Breath of the Wild with the Skyward Sword map? <laughs> oh my god. Those are two of my favorite yes. Legend of Zelda games. I'm so excited. <laughs> wait a sec. Wait a sec. It, it mixes the map with Skyward Sword? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. I don't get, the, I don't, the latest I don't know one what, definitely has some of that. Explain this to me, because I've never played Skyward Sword. So. so in Skyward Sword, there there is a, a, a an island in the sky that that plays a big role in in that i made a joke when when we saw that and we were discussing this and we're like look at this platform it comes out of this this egg thing that we are proposing is part of skyloft and at the bottom of it there should be a bird statue with a missing ruby eye right mm-hmm. right so like there's a spot there where like it's the it's the bridge into where the triforce is being held there, there's a very important structure in this trailer this latest trailer that's okay. crazy um yeah so there 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 is architecture here and that is cool you're right yep uh and to go over some of the lore so skyward sword is the very first canonically in the timeline so the general lore is that there uh the goddess hylia and ganon had or at the time known as demise had a huge and horrible conflict and it was so bad that when hylia created humans and the hylians she wanted to protect her people and the war on the surface was getting too violent so she sent up islands into the sky specifically to protect them and to protect this light force that din neru and Feror had created um these other mm -hmm. goddesses um and in order to uh essentially save the world they ended up getting locked in a reincarnation cycle with demise as a result of a curse so zelda is constantly hylia being reincarnated link okay. is just this hero that's constantly being reincarnated and ganon is mm -hmm. demise being reincarnated so if thanks, you see thanks to an error with some time travel uh instead mm -hmm. of Winning the day, a cycle is created. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, Kapura Gabora, that you see as the, like, <laughs> dad professor in S Skyward Sword, is reincarnated as a really annoying owl in many of the other games. Hey, <laughs> I like him. Actually, in yeah. in Link's Awakening, the owl is the antagonist, as far as I'm concerned, because the owl is like, dude, go this. Actually, you know what? You know what? He does tell you to burn it all down, so I'll maybe I'll step off that. It is still the darkest Zelda game. Mm -hmm. So was Demise, you said, was the originator of Ganon. Was Demise super hot daddy as well? Uh, so Demise was like buff fire hair daddy. Okay. I, I like that kind of daddy as well. That works for me. <laughs> it's different. Not my Pedro Pascal type, but more of a mountain type. I get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, because because demise is different from Ganon is different from Ganondorf somehow. 
Gannon and Daddy so is what they call him now. The, we we saw a lot of uh, we we saw each of them. Well, actually, we didn't see Ganon, but we saw Ganondorf and demise, and and we'll see how that all plays out. But uh, I'm interested mm-hmm. to see that. I yeah, get, so in the in the canon, typically Ganondorf is the more human version of Ganon. Uh, Can we call him Ganondorf? Yes. If, he, yes. if he's if if he's in canon, he'll be Canondorf instead of Ganondorf. Mm, yes. Yes. So well, uh, canon, yes. Canondorf is the canonical human. <laughs> canonically. Uh, Ganon. Canonically. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm putting canonically in in my pocket for for use whenever. Well, canonically speaking. Uh, um, yeah. All right. That, all right. Sorry. Yes. No, I love it. Uh, Ganon is more the beast form. That he takes on, and then Demise was just the very first of these that they were kind of born it's, from in this reincarnation cycle. It's like the evil itself, almost. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's almost like we've we've added another step to the the classic um, like Aghanim kind of character, the the sorcerer that helps Ganon come back to life. We we sort of put another person on top of that, where Ganondorf is sort of the sorcerer to demise now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yep. So the the point of all this uh, and this explanation <laughs> is in Skyward Sword. Not only is there this big island that she sent up to the sky, but there are also a bunch of branching islands. So in Skyward Sword. Not only do you have the surface map, but you have this huge map in the sky with a bunch of different okay. islands you All can right. visit. Bring it, bring it back. Huge. There's not a lot to do up there. It's cool, but well, it's nice that we'll get to see we'll get to see uh, like that kind of idea realized in a cool way. I until. Mm-hmm. The most sorry, recent sorry, tra- I didn't mean to crap on Skyward Sword. I'm sorry, Ruby. No, no, no. It's, um, <laughs> it's okay. I really like Skyward Sword. I'm just excited to see the like sky map mixed with the Breath of the Wild map. It takes two of yeah. my favorite Zeldas and kind of mashes them together. Until oh, great. Yeah. until the most recent trailer, I was not excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I'm I knew it would be uh, a special game, but I was not excited for it. This is. Breath of the Wild 2, whether or not they call it Breath of the Wild 2. And the fact that <laughs> the fact that they were reusing a lot of the map, I, I'm thinking, like, is this going to be, is there enough here to warrant a sequel rather than, like, a really good DLC? What are they going to do to make this its own identity using almost the exact same engine? It's uh, a beautiful world they created for Breath of the Wild, but I wasn't sold. Mm-hmm. And... The 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 floating I think, islands I think is if, very cool. I like all of that adding to it. I don't also want to go back into every cave I've done, so I'm excited to see how they redo the core map. Uh, what well, I was we've m- seen some like gigantic underground like uh, FromSoft level like like underground monolith buildings and and things like. Um, so I, I I don't just think above ground. I think there will be also below ground things to to screw around with too, and I'm kind of excited to have something giant to crawl like climb around in. What really did it for me in the trailer 
was them showing off the weapon fusions, the item fusion system, mixing mm-hmm. things together to create your own weird everythings. Uh, what <laughs> Breath of the Wild was groundbreaking and so fantastic at was emergent gameplay that it bends to your imagination any way you want it to. If you think something might be possible, you better believe it's going to work. Uh, and yeah. I've never played a game that had so many possibilities for uh, gameplay creativity uh, as Breath of the Wild did. And to see them taking this concept of, oh, you like that sword? Put a leaf on it. Now you have a sword with a leaf. <laughs> And it and they there's like thousands of different weapon possibilities and items and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's when I changed my mind and I day one pre-ordered. I I don't like day one pre-ordering, but <laughs> I and then I also get a horrible feeling when I'm like, oh my, the next three months of my life are written in stone. <laughs> yeah, it's knowing that something's yep. going to no, swallow I, I me up. Feeling. There, there's um. There's something to be said for at least Breath of the Wild, and now it looks like this, too, of Nintendo finally trusting you to get it again, to, like, just figure it out on your own. Um, they've given you the tools. that they'll, There are ways that they will, you know, very typical of them, that they will still prod you in, in certain ways, but... Um, for the most part, yeah, they, it looks like they're they're trusting us to just get it figured out. Um, whereas a lot of Zelda games have turned, leading up to it, had turned into there is a sign here to tell you to turn around and go back down the way you came. Oh, um, where yeah, in that yeah. kind of stuff, which for better or worse had become what the series was. They're, they're still great games. Don't get me wrong, I love all Zelda games. Um, but when you when you play them a lot, you start thinking about them a little bit more. I don't know. Um, so I, and, I and like, like that some that of the hand is, holding mechanics, right? Yeah, and yeah. I like that that it's just go like I don't know, figure it out now. Like we, we've got to hopefully. I I think to your point of you don't want it to be just another just the map all over again. Even with all the new stuff, it's yeah. Never mind. We talked about that. I figured out what we're doing. We're good. Never mind. Yeah, I would I just accept how that conversation went. I'm just happy that there's more gameplay uh, uh, happening because I mean the system that it was built on is just so huge, and for them to make it uh, to add more layers to it was very exciting. And those floating islands do look pretty dang cool. Hmm. Hmm. Another thing I am excited for, which, uh, because of course I am, is you know how there were the huge rock golems or the big ogres uh, in this one that were 20, 30 times your size. The first time yes. I saw one, I went, oh, I want to fight that. And then immediately <laughs> got killed, had to run away, level up a bunch before I could come back. But of course, I love killing giant monsters and trying to figure out how that works. It's um, what you do. Mm-hmm. It's what I do. I, I just, I <laughs> ever, ever since playing, you know, many games of my past, I, I love really 
epic feeling boss fights or uh, these wandering fights with these enemies that you randomly find in the landscape. And one of the things you can see in the trailers is a bunch of bokoblins riding on top of one of the stone monsters and throwing things at yeah. you. So the fact that they're basically uh, Transformers meshing multiple <laughs> giant monsters to make something even more terrifying to me is incredibly exciting. Um, especially as someone yeah, who really like... enjoyed the DLC and the Trial of the Sword that essentially forced you into a lot of those fights with very few weapons. I, I love that kind <sighs> of challenge. I like that's that's like where that that is like the perfect distillation of Breath of the Wild is like yeah, play Trial of the Sword. That and like Hyrule mm -hmm. Castle. Like that is what that game is. Um I I, I, I mm. I'm more excited because it, I want to have more pins because I was the person who, anytime I saw a Hinox or a Talus or a Lionel, I was like, okay, mark that on my map so that I can go back and kill it whenever I want to. Or just, just have, mark it on your map so you don't go back time. there. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes you don't want to go through there, but I also want to know where they are, like, uh, yeah. in case I, you know, need I have nothing to do someday. Like I'm just gonna kill a bunch of taluses and get a bunch of rocks and minerals and stuff. I I want there to be different like Zelda end bosses scattered around the map. Or like yes, yes, Lionels, yes, taluses, cool. But like, what else you got? What other terrifying giant thing can you pull out of an old Zelda game and stick in front of me? I please more of that. One thing that I think Breath of the Wild was missing was long, comprehensive dungeons. Uh, I liked the Guardians, and I liked the small little puzzles, but as far as, like, you're in a big dungeon for, like, a couple hours, mm -hmm. I would love to have some more of those, and not in the Guardian format. I mean, the Guardians were really cool, but I... I, yeah. I miss those like old school big dungeon feels that I got from a lot of Zelda games. And I hope that they bring some of that into this. Yeah, I, I would absolutely second that. I, I the, the Guardians were cool, but for me, it was mainly because of the lore that surrounded them. I loved finding out more about the pilots of the Divine Beasts. Um, yeah, and so cool. The memories across the landscape. Yeah, th that was my favorite part of playing the Divine Beast in the first place. Uh, and I love that they gave you the reward of it contributing immensely to the final fight with uh, like Ganon, if you Calamity Ganon, if you ended up using it. But I definitely and the power up. Yeah, like the power ups. The... Yeah, a absolutely. Um, but it's some more old school Legend of Zelda dungeons. Absolutely mm -hmm. second that, Brad. In addition, I don't know how much you all uh, engage with this mechanic, but when I play Breath of the Wild, like we've mentioned, you can really play any way you want to with that game, which makes it so exciting. And when all my friends were saying, oh, I'm this kind of player, I'm that kind of player, for me, I called myself a star catcher because anytime <laughs> I was going and doing a plot mission or this, that, and the other, the moment I saw a star fall, I would drop everything I was doing and going, no, nope, yeah. get my horse, let's go. And I would ride across <laughs> the entire map into areas I shouldn't have been in to get a star. But when I looked up the recipes of what you can actually make with the stars... 
but the things you can make actually weren't that good. So I would <laughs> yeah. love if they took something that made you like get that same kind of childlike joy of oh, I'm discovering something cool and exciting and gave it a really cool and interesting reward versus the stars that felt like this beautiful thing that didn't actually have that much payoff. I just like I get bananas. I, an arrow. I felt that way collecting bananas because I'm like, I'm going to make some of my mighty banana food Uh so I was a, I was the banana boy, if anything. You were the star catcher. <laughs> I was just out there pounding bananas, uh, go punching up out of my weight class. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, Luigi. I'm just a just a very naked link. Um, well, think about it in this one. I like I do want a, a huge overhaul to like the recipes, or, or you know, at least like an expansion of the idea. Like we still have a lot of the same ingredients i think i think that there's gonna be a lot more crazier kinds of mushrooms just because we've seen some and mushrooms seem to be important there's like a mushroom hut and so maybe those will be like a bigger part of the game but think about it in this new one that if you spent time going after the star fragment put that on your arrow and shoot it like in this new one you could they might have devastating effects as opposed to oh this will just upgrade like some rare gear at level four mm -hmm. so yeah that's super exciting because I, I i always felt like i was missing out because in that situation where you were in ruby i was the one like but i'm doing something oh someday <laughs> someday i will get to those and 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 it didn't when i finally got to him i was like oh these aren't as, as special as i thought they were going to be yeah did you did you ever ride magic horse that was the of other course. thing i yes. i rode awada of course i rode awada i didn't get to ride him but i remember <laughs> reading about it that's a very cool little throw in for for awada yeah i i'm not going to lie uh at the beginning of my second playthrough I just threw every single bit of shrines that I got into hearts so I could get the master sword. And as soon as I did that, I switched it mm -hmm. all over to stamina so that I had enough stamina to properly ride Oata because you have to have yeah. a crap ton of stamina to actually stay on. And and drink a lot of juice. I mean, you could just <laughs> make a lot of stamina potions and you'll probably have to drink them real fast. But yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Lots of menuing in I, and out. I say... I say this, uh, I love telling this. So, so here's, here's the thing. When you get 40 shrines in Breath of the Wild, that is the amount you need to pull the Master Sword out. So, so do you know the, the soul goblin in Hateno? Y yes. The little like dark cloud guy who's over there and he'll like, you can pay him to switch all of your crap out of stamina into hearts, head over, pull the sword out, and then it, it costs like 20 per thing. So like I'll drop a little bit of money. Once I hit 40, I just do that. And then I go back to the way I was loaded out before. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's my little workaround for for that. Because I hate I hate getting hearts. I I need I'd rather have stamina early mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Doesn't the Master Sword break after a while? No. It, it does. Well, it, it recharges. It goes away. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. It doesn't break, but it just it needs to take a nap. 
oh, I, for a minute, I was like, like is there a like way Bradley. to actually lose it forever? Um, yeah, it takes an app, like <laughs> no. Luigi said. You can you can upgrade that nap, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, it needs to take a nap. Uh, Hylian Shield will eventually break, but it will last forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, another thing in the Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Zelda's got a new fun haircut. I love very, the haircut. Very she excited. She cut her hair short. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I know that probably the champions aren't going to come into it. I am an Urbosa stan. I please give me more flashbacks with Urbosa, please. Is she the please, is she please. the fish fish lady? No, she's she's no. the uh, she's the Gerudo. Okay, mm-hmm. I like best, the fish people. I don't know. I like the fish guy. I think his name was Sidon. Sidon. Yes. Yes. Sidon. Uh, yeah. Um, sorry, he's, he's my yeah. boy. But tell me more about Urbosa. Oh no! I mean, I love Sidon too. He's he's a very sweet boy. Of like, hello, I'm Sidon. You a human? Come with me. He's just he's so chipper. It's very like Peter Pan energy. You know, I mean, you you just, are walking into an absolute war zone that you are not equipped to do. But he's got just such a nice smile. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I guess I'm going this way now. Yeah, and he's there just, like, cheerleading you the entire way. All those cutscenes where it's like, hey, you doing okay there, bud? All right, I'll see you <laughs> out the river. You're ha- I was like, you know, these electric- 25% of the way there. Like, what? Uh, that's <laughs> it? Oh, well, there's that smile again. Okay, cool. Yeah, Breath then the he wild. gives you the smile. And like, All right. <laughs> Breath of the Wild was uh, surprising in its uh, length. There was a lot. I mean, you'd think you've seen it all. And then all of a sudden, Link has to cross-dress to sneak into a town, and he looks mm-hmm. very fine. He looks very good. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that 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 whole sequence, I was like, Nintendo still has it. They somehow still know how to create uh, these indelible, fantastic gaming experience. And it just there's so many unique moments in Breath of the Wild that uh, just are burned into my brain. Uh, the first time I saw one of the the flying Gyaradoses, the dragons up in the sky. And I'm like, I am going to go up to that thing. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to go up there. (laughs) You can't ride it, though. I went on top of multiple mountains and glided (laughs) over to them, and you either just fall or you go through them. You can't actually mount them. I was so sad. No. That would have been Let amazing. Let me mount a dragon, Nintendo. <laughs> Maybe this Tears of the Kingdom. Maybe I, that's this what I'm, time. I'm looking for it. You're going to be up higher this time for sure. We've seen them, or at least seen one of them uh, in the trailer. So, spent a lot of time with those dragons. Yeah. Let's just here. Let me shoot your foot. <laughs> just, just give me a second. I just want to shoot your foot. Mm-hmm. Oh God! All right. Uh. Anything else that people are really looking forward to with Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, I mean, I, a lot. Um, <laughs> just for it to be here. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matthew Mercer getting to live out one of his dream roles, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I stand a- when actors get to play dream roles. It's it's delightful to see that us and joy. I, I, I want to see what they bring. Yeah. I one of the things that I loved about Breath of the Wild was um, how sparse it felt too. The music almost 
not there most of the time and just like really complimentary and like subtleties and occasional swellings. The performances and the characters, they're so spread out and they're so small that they all leave such a big mark because there's not like you get so much happening with Zelda. The few Zelda scenes you get mm-hmm. are so powerful that they, they leave a really strong mark for the story. I think the story uh, of Breath of the Wild, the storytelling approach is a real underrated aspect. You get so lost in throwing swords at bacoblins, you forget. It's just beautiful, uh, elegant storytelling that they're they're really doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's also the strongest, just emotionally, emotionally powerful Zelda. I love her story in Breath of the Wild. I will say... I'm not a huge fan of the English voice actor just because when mm. Zelda has these very, very powerful and and uh, incredible voice lines about making her own mark and all of these things, it always sounded like Zelda was going to cry to me, but the Latin mm. American Zelda is incredible. <laughs> okay. So I always do like the Latin American voice cast. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I've heard Jar Jar Binks in Russian is actually pretty awesome. Oh, really? Not to bring Jar Jar back into another discussion. <laughs> no, that's, no, I mean. Fine. That's fine. That's 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 interesting. I wonder, because you have the different performances. I'm sure the maybe original Japanese actress was maybe more similar to the American one. But. Yeah, it's all sensibilities for the regions and like kind of what they think people might want. Mm-hmm. I would love it though if she was boisterous and loud and aggressive. Uh, yeah, sign me yeah. up for Latin American Zelda all day. Mm-hmm. Well, now now we get to see post, you know, all the conflict and awakening her power and. Not having her complete prick of a father around, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, maybe maybe she'll be able to like open up more, be herself, or because uh, we didn't get to see much of her, and yeah, it was all in all in before anything had happened, really. So we'll see. Um, they've definitely like in Skyward Sword written a great Zelda before. So I would love oh, to yeah. see some of that. Skyward Sword Zelda was also incredible. I I would love to see the the uh, operation or assignment Ada for Skyward Sword Zelda as its own game at some point because I just fully expected that to happen and it didn't. I was like kind of bummed out about it. I no joke was thinking the exact same thing, and th- honestly, for me, the most heartbreaking part of playing skyward sword was the credit sequence because it then shows you these teeny little cutscenes of her journey and i was like no give us a game give us a game Why <laughs> just flashbacks? but that's let right? me have that <laughs> oh god it was like, it was, so it was like kind of the it was the quiet death <laughs> it was and like it, oh no. it could have been called the legend of link zelda's journey or yeah. something oh, like that oh that would be great uh someday maybe um, if we don't necessarily have anything 
we want to say about Tears or Breath of the Wild, we can talk about older Zeldas even after after a break. Or or we can let Bradley go um, because we love him. Uh, but let's take a quick break real quick and we'll be right back. Never let me go. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Chat of the Wild. We're Hi, giving the show back to you, Ruby. Luigi. You can you can that, have the show back. That was me thinking you were just saying, hey, guys, how's it going to us? <laughs> well, and to not realizing we were, we were doing podcast things again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, even when we are doing podcasting, I sometimes will just be like, hi. Hey. Hi, guys. How you doing? So mm-hmm. it's fair. Um... <laughs> I don't know. When I got back from our break earlier, uh, I heard discussions about Wind Waker and um, and and yeah, I was wondering if we wanted to talk about some some older Zeldas. Link's Awakening. Also, we can talk about any day because it's a complete mind poof of a, of a game. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, were there other strongly held Zelda things we could talk about? I mean, I, I freaking love so many of the Legend of Zelda games. Like I said, the one of that that I started with was Oracle of Seasons. After that was Link's Awakening DX, and I think it is one of the few mm. games that has really pulled off in a way that made sense to me, uh, outside of like Final Fantasy X. But it was all a dream. Uh, like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy X and Link's Awakening did it in a really poignant and beautiful way, in my opinion, that I, I absolutely adored. Um, Both have like, giant whale whale things too, like whale monsters, mm-hmm. which is interesting. They do oh my god! Yeah, wait a second, hang they, on. Know, it has stakes. Are you saving the whale monster in ten? From its no, dream? it's your dad. The whale monster's your dad. Oh, <laughs> right, right. Okay, never mind. But it does have god-like powers. Yeah, huh. uh, like can mm. send people into the like the dream world or pull them out. Uh, yeah, Jack has some interesting powers as sin. I love the windfish. Uh, yeah, and the the dream aspect of those games are great. I love when Mario and Zelda go into the dream world because all bets are off. That's a Goomba you're fighting, Link. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah, the Bow Wow. That's just ha- hanging out in, in the initial village. Like, hey, what's up? That you literally have to use in order to get into one of the you dungeons. You hang out with. And yes. it's... It's a simple story, but the fact that Link does have this moment where all of the people he's learned to care for in this world, 
by waking up, he has to get rid of all of them. Mm-hmm. That's just, I, I mean, remember even the... that stirred emotions in me when I was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like even even the bosses are like, no, but like for real, you're going to destroy everything. Um, you're the bad guy. Please stop. <laughs> and, and and then you step out of the dungeon, and then all of a sudden the owl is like, hey. You should go here next. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just, there's something, it's one of the more unsettling game, Zelda games to me when I think about it. You know, Majora, yeah, but, but, but Link's Awakening, I don't know. Oh, okay. But speaking of which, uh, that I was the kid that loved going down theory rabbit holes. And I mm-hmm. 100% am in the camp of Majora's Mask is purgatory for that Link. Have He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Dead. Have, have you? Yeah. Well, so Luigi's heard this theory. Brad, have you? No. I haven't played Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah. All right. He's totally dead. I'm I'm going to lore dump on you with some Legend of Zelda lore because this... Oh, please. I love this so much. Uh, and Luigi, please feel free to add to or jump in, etc. as I go. Okay. So, in The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, um, it is established that humans or Hylians, if they get lost in the Lost Woods, um, mm-hmm. they, if they are children, become the little skull kids that you see uh, that like have the very weird faces and just play the flute. And if they are adults, they become Stelphos. So those big skeleton enemies that you fight in like the Forest Temple, etc., those are human people that got lost in the Lost Woods. So yes. in Majora's Mask, Link is at the end of the story. It's a direct sequel to Ocarina of Time. And he is seen going into the Lost Woods, going to a very strange part of it. And directly being constantly transformed through masks to a different shape, going through this story of a world that's crumbling and fighting against a skull kid. So a lot of people interpret this as Link finally got lost in the Lost Woods, became a skull kid or a Stalfos himself, and all of Majora's mask is him in purgatory during that transformation because he's dead. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone someone pitched that in the first episode of our Majora season, and I was like, okay. And by the end, I'm like, oh no, dude, I'm on board. This is no, this kid is dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's if if you go back and it, it, Nintendo has said, no, nah, no, nah, that's not the thing. And here's no, the no, thing, no, of course not. Some, yeah, some of the Hyrule Historia timeline I agree with, but. The timeline technically didn't even exist by Nintendo's means. Like, fans right. came up with the timeline, repeatedly sent it into Nintendo. They said there is no canon timeline, but because people were demanding it so much, eventually went, look, there's this book, and we half-assed some of it to try and make it make sense. <laughs> and and we really, really, we want to release the first Zelda game for the next one, and we want to build something. So we need to shape up the timeline if we're gonna do something like that. If the, mm-hmm. going forward, which is kind of what 
another reason why Skyward Sword is is a big deal is because like okay now they actually are working with some. They, are they gonna like stick to it? Does it all make sense? No, but now it's something they're actively thinking about. Because the fans wanted to hear it so badly. Originally, they were just thinking about mm-hmm. it as uh, think like old folk tales of you hear mm-hmm. stories of a mythic hero and there are many quests. So you could hear a million different stories that involve Zeus. And he's just this mythical figure that is interpreted many different ways. And originally, that's how Nintendo was thinking about Link, Zelda, Ganon. It's just like, and this is another myth that could or couldn't be true um but since so many people found these connections of like for example the boat that sails away at the end of link's awakening looks exactly like the boat scene at the beginning of oracle of ages and seasons so a lot of people theorize they lead directly one to the next Mm. Um, that's just capcom that's just capcom pulling from links see at a certain point yeah, some of that I agree with, but then it's all like George Lucas in the prequels. It's it's like poetry. It's that they rhyme, like it, which which really only means I'm pulling references out of the old movie to make you feel ways. Oh, like it, it's and flip those. It's sorry, just, it's seasons, ages, and then Link's Awakening. Anyway, sorry. I no, yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm with you, Ruby. If it's the same looking boat, my mind is going to put it together. Those have to match. And mm-hmm. whenever I'm trying to piece together lore in games, I'm like, I'm even if you tell me canonically, like, all right, this is not right. I'm like, no, it works better for me. And I'm going to make it mine. I have a Mega Man timeline, which is very obscene. It's horrible. <laughs> and th- there are times I'm like, no, Mega Man did play soccer this year. And you can't tell me he didn't. They made a soccer game and then there was a story about it. And I, yeah, I'll jump through hoops to make things add together because it, it, it works better that way. Yeah, and and some of it it, it, are people pulling together theories that you go, oh, yeah, that seems like canon, or no, this doesn't. But the fun fact, the death thing and Link becomes a Stalfos, there's another thing that people tie it to later on in that part of the timeline that makes me think it's true even more. So in Twilight Princess, you are constantly taught swordplay by a Stalfos, Mm -hmm. and... At the very end, you cross blades and the Stalfo says, like, I believe in you. I've taught you everything I can. Go forward, my son. And a lot of people are like, is that the previous link that got lost in the Lost Woods? (laughs) (laughs) They they tell, I mean, they tell you it's, it's basically Ocarina Link. So I'm like, at some point you are told that in the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's crazy. Um, and then they're like, no, no, he's not dead. And they're like, no, nah, he's okay, fine. He's not dead, but he's a skeleton man now. And mm-hmm. it's totally, it, it's totally reasonable to, to assume that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? For some reason, I don't know what it is. I thought the, the way that they did the combat in Twilight Princess, I was like, oh, this is so cool. There's so many moves. It's it's so great that the the combat is so complex and Wind Waker's combat is just when I think about it when I when I played both of them back to back was like wait a minute 
No, it's not. It's just not. They they should have just stuck with the. It, there's something so much more simplistic, but like nuanced about fighting in Wind Waker that it just. No, never mind. All this stuff they added doesn't matter. I. This is one of the unfortunate things about me and Twilight Princess. I. Every Legend of Zelda game. I it, hear hear me out. There's a reason I'm bringing this up. <laughs> And any time I've played other Legend of Zelda games, people would ask me, oh, hey, which dungeon do I go to next? And immediately I would know, oh, this is the next dungeon. Because they were all so iconic and specific. And like a year mm-hmm. after I had played Twilight Princess for the first time, someone said, hey, where's this Zelda dungeon? Or what? what's the next one in, in Twilight Princess? And I genuinely couldn't remember. And, and now you're talking about this and I remember you can turn into a wolf and i remember what maybe two (laughs) or three of the dungeons look like but overall just twilight princess wasn't that memorable a zelda game to me so i've always found it a little weaker but like the the yeti castle is amazing that one's just that's when the game starts to pick up again yeah and then i I also Uh, love in the middle it's just kind of muddy yeah, and then I, I loved, like, that you could... The Temple of Time was its own dungeon. And and I remember the monkeys. That's... <laughs> monkeys are great. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, like, the, there, it, it, another problem is that, like, I just beat this dungeon. Where do I go next? I was like, well, you have, like, to collect a bunch of seeds and, like, light orbs. And then you have to do a bunch of, like, fetch mm-hmm. quests. And you haven't even met the bar owner yet. Uh, so you you don't have a dungeon in your future. You have a bunch of map stuff you have to do. So I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Yeah, whereas Wind Waker, I feel like it, if someone asked me about the dungeons or some of the different islands, I, I could still pop that stuff off. And mm-hmm. I haven't replayed that game and like four years yeah i i was able to to write the outline for that season from memory i was i just planned the whole season out from just like yeah it's a memorable game and i played Mm -hmm. it you know four times probably and and that was enough to like plan a season around did you guys play the gamecube or the uh hd gamecube i played Mm -hmm. i played gamecube um some people i always try and play on original hardware for the zelda game so but Mm -hmm. then i also don't own any of the hd ones and everyone else does so yeah i i also have uh like i've always played it on gamecube when i play it on my series later just for the sake of being able to stream it i'm going to be playing hd and from what i understand they completely changed how you get the like different pieces of the Triforce. Apparently they make it like you don't have to get the individual maps. You just kind of get the Triforce pieces. Yeah. It's a little bit easier because then, then uh, you'll go to the place where you get the map and it's just there instead of having to go fish it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think the maps are any cheaper, but yeah. Okay. That's when you're got supposed it. to stop playing that game. So. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Wait, hang on a second. No, finish the game. Wind Waker's great. Oh, no, no. At that point, you can just kind of like, you're good. But that final boss fight is so good. Uh, That ending with Tetra is so good. Uh, The ending with Princess Zelda. I guess she does sort of get to be Tetra again for a little bit. Uh, 
Tetra, they do Tetra so wrong. Tetra's the greatest character in Zelda history, and they just they do her so wrong. Yeah, I I will say I w- <laughs> I wish that Tetra still looked like Tetra just in the Zelda getup, completely changing her appearance to make her look more like a princess. I was like, hmm, yeah, that's weird to me. It's just it's just yeah yeah. And then and then the DS ones, they're like, oh, then you don't even get to see Tetra. You get to see Tetra for like a second, and then they sort of have like Zelda's cool. Okay, you know what? Zelda's cool in Spirit Tracks, but you know whatever. And that's one that I never finished because the the enemy felt so ridiculous to me that I actually couldn't get into it. But I, I want to play it at some point. The guy has two hats. Spirit Tracks opens up way too late. There's like a bunch of cool stuff you can do at the end of the game. And by that point, you're like, where's the end? Where do I point my train? Oh, no, really? <laughs> Yeah, there's like hey, we've got two new like big dungeons that you can do like that that aren't even like required and like uh, I'm ready to be done. <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Yeah, you should have done this earlier, man. Or the really cool dungeon should have um, been some of the required ones. I don't know if they're cool or not. Oh, okay, got it. They could they could be they could be weak, who knows. Mm-hmm. But uh they're just not required. I definitely have not played Spirit Tracks. I thought I had played all of the handheld ones, but the fact that I'm looking at Link on a train means <laughs> I I don't remember that. It's um I, I can almost guarantee you I've played all the handheld ones because there was one that got basically no marketing and I found out about it a week before it came out. Have you heard of Triforce Heroes? Yes. I, have, I have heard of Triforce Heroes. I haven't played it. I've heard of it, though. Do, do you know the main mechanic of Triforce Heroes, Brad? Is that the, that's the multiplayer one where you have to work together to solve puzzles? And all your powers are based on outfits. And yeah. the princess has, has yes. been cursed by a horrible fashionista <laughs> that wanted her fashion. So the princess is in basically a full body brown unitard with just a cut out face hole and it's like i can't be pretty save me so it's about they, they're in the drab lands and it's about bringing fashion back to the kingdom i'm not even joking it's, this is the actual plot oh man it, it sounds pretty uh, ill-advised um, it's like when they made princess peach's superpowers her emotions in that one handheld game it's like uh, Super Princess Peach. Super Princess she uses Peach. her emotions yes. to as a gameplay mechanic, and fun game. I don't know uh, about your your concept. Well, at least she had emotions, unlike the movie. Yeah, Triforce Heroes sounds like a mix of the Catwoman film and Final Fantasy Ten Two, and yeah, I I feel like there are multiple games where like femme protagonists are done wrong the tetra thing just straight up felt like whitewashing to me of like what are you doing um this i think your skin even gets lighter but i don't know no it, it does don't hold me to that no th- it does it goes yeah. from full like tetra is not white to suddenly she has completely pale skin it's like it's how do mm, you do i yeah that felt real awkward to me that's what I meant when I said that transformation wasn't cool. Um, so no. yeah, just stating it plain. Uh, and with a, like, and that Gannon fight's not as awesome as you think it is. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, and like <laughs> in Ten Two, it was really unfortunate because Riku and Yuna were both these very strong characters with beautiful arcs, and then I play the beginning of Ten Two, and it was just like, and now. All we do is dance and wear super skimpy oh. outfits and like I it pissed me off as as just a general feminist. I was like, why are you doing this? I'm happy that Lulu's like, I will not be a part of this game. Lulu's like, nope. Uh I have mm-hmm. standards. You can have pain instead. Maybe it has something to do with like looking into the face of whale god and just like, well well, you know, I, at this point, I just want to dance. I don't know. I, to, I I can understand wanting to just live your dreams after you know fighting in a horrible, terrible war and going on a pilgrimage. That that tracks. I know it you were a religious icon. Like, How about you be a pop star instead? <laughs> yeah, for for me, it was more the fact that suddenly they were in so much skimpier outfits, and it felt way more like fan service to me than actual mm-hmm. development of the characters. Does that make sense? The first, no, absolutely. Of a, That's hundred yeah. percent of a mm-hmm. of a numbered Final Fantasy game, basically being yeah really weird fan service yeah. it's 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 horribly unfortunate because actually the dress spheres as a concept was really great being able to change gameplay and combat styles on the fly bringing a job system back into final fantasy is great but mm-hmm. do they all have to be wearing thongs all the time yeah so like coming back to zelda the reason i make that point is like the fact that it's you are in the drab lands and the princess you're trying to save is because she can't be pretty. I was like, Nintendo just took feminism and flushed it down the <laughs> toilet. What is this? Yeah. So I, I didn't even play like 10 uh, minutes into Triforce Heroes before I was like, peace. So peace. Yeah. there's, there's but, some, uh, there's some great, like, the the licensed art around that game is just is actually pretty great. It's a bunch of tune links like with just costumes lying around being like what are like putting just trying different stuff on. So like it I I'll use that for like Discord events or, or things like like come hang out. We're just doing dumb stuff and it, some of it's kinda cute, but yeah, it's just that's a really weird thing they made. Mm-hmm. Which is why I appreciate Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild Zelda so much because they are so much more empowered characters. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, yes, give me them all day. And Urbosa. Like, just just the, the few scenes you get with Urbosa <gasps> is just like, mm. My queen. Mm. My just, life. Just real great. My <laughs> yes. life. My giant woman. <laughs> you just see how much she cares about Zelda and... And yeah, it's just, it's great. It's great. She is strong and fierce and powerful and a force of nature who is also caring and loving of her friends. Like that, that is the kind of incredible warrior femme representation I I want in future Legend of Zelda games. Even with the like broken timeline of, of the Age of Calamity Hyrule Warriors game, like... Like I, I was just sort of mad the whole time because I'm just like this is all just nothing fanfic. I just don't like I don't like any of this. I I wanted more, but like or anytime I'm hanging out with Urbosa, like this is great. I don't care. You're here. This is cool. 
you're still one of the best characters around. They don't even do anything with with what's his face Rivali. You're like, okay, you have more time to hang out with Rivali. Let's like give him an arc, an actual like an actual character arc, and like at the end of that game, Teba like heads back to the to the future and is just like, man, it's a real like Trunks Trunks meeting Vegeta moment of like, oh, you're just the worst. <laughs> <sighs> That was, I'm glad I, this has been eye-opening, really. <laughs> okay, so I haven't played Age of Calamity, but what I'm hearing is Age of Calamity may not be great. Age of Calamity is is fun. It is not the prequel to Breath of the Wild you want it to be. Oh, then I oh, probably that's won't a, play it. That's, that's a Dynasty Warriors game. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I played the demo yeah, and thought this is definitely not for me. It mm-hmm. it's it's fun. Uh you know the the fun thing about um the the enemies are the same, their attacks are the same, their tells are the same. Um the way you dispatch them is completely different. Um but the like the giant enemies all act the same way, which is kind of funny. So you, you spend like 30 hours playing that game and then pop Breath of the Wild in and you're like, oh, I see all of these attacks more clearly now because I've been staring at them over and over and over again. And so it, they become easier to beat up in Breath of the Wild somehow. Oh, interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of fun it, in a Dark Souls way. You're like, oh, that's now you're going to do this. I know now. Um, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. Zelda's great. I I like Zelda even when I don't. Me too. Yeah, I I haven't played probably at least half of the Zelda games, but I have such good feelings about the ones that I have played. Um, mm. for me, it's either that classic Link to the Past style. I love the handhelds. I love. Link's Awakening, all of them that are like that overhead screen scrolling like that, I'm I'm so there for. And Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. has been, I mean, Wind Waker I played, but I didn't necessarily love. Breath of the Wild was like big time, a big deal when I was playing it. I, I went in very hard when I started playing that game, and I almost 100%ed it. And yeah, I like Zelda games. Hmm. Do you like Zelda games, Ruby? I have it tattooed on my body. What do you think? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I have I have a Wingcrest tattoo. But yes, I huge fan of Legend of Zelda games. Uh they are the reason that I am the gamer that I am today. Uh and mm-hmm. they have they have influenced a great deal of my life, the kinds of stories, the kinds of puzzle solving that I am most greatly attracted to. I freaking love them. And I think that at this point, there are only five or six in the entire canic, not including the CDI games. Not including yeah, the CDI. What are those? Those yeah, are canonically they, not accurate games. Yeah. I, they, I, they, they definitely are non-ganonical. They're out yeah. of, ga- they're non-ganon. <laughs> they're non-ganon. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so the canonical games. Um, so you played I Tingle's think, Rosie Rupee Land? Uh, I also don't consider that canon. 
I do. Okay. I have never played it, but it I is think, the most well, canonical game in the series, I think. I believe it's canonical, but it is not canon. It's not canonical. <laughs> okay. Mm, okay, so the ones I have not fully beaten are... Yes. Uh, the original Legend of Zelda and Adventure of Link. I've never beat those great. two. One and two? Yes, one okay. and two. Both great. Uh, Both great. Yep. I have never actually beat Link to the Past. But I've played it multiple times and then just would always get busy with other projects and forget. Awesome. Um, okay. Yep. I have never beat Spirit Tracks. And I have <clears throat> never beat Four Swords Adventures. And that one is not from lack of trying. It is from lack of being able to get friends together for a full campaign <laughs> Legend of yeah. Zelda. <laughs> because I've never beaten that one. I don't think I've ever played it. I will say it is the next in the timeline, and I'm really excited. A, a dear friend of mine, Digital Lozenge, has a full setup specifically to be able to play that game and get a group together. So I'm going to be playing that with my partner and with my Aww. two friends, uh, Scaredy Cat and Digital Lozenge, and we're going to do the full like four player for Four Swords Adventures. I'm so pumped. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah, it's going to be a really good time. I just I don't know. I say if you need. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. No, I was go say, ahead. If, you, if you need someone uh, to ride shotgun on the NES ones because they're obtuse, or no, obstruse, excuse me, mm -hmm. uh, because they're obstruse, um, yeah, uh, let me know because <laughs> I played through those like once a year because they're oh, great. Oh, I, I very well may take you up on that because I was planning on <laughs> having a guy just at the ready since apparently they are just so difficult to make your way through if you don't know what you're doing and the few mm. times that i have touched the originals were me looking at the map and going what how yeah where <laughs> sometimes that doesn't help you <laughs> yeah um i have beat all of the zelda games i think at this point but not tingles rosy rupee land doesn't you yeah, beat them all then trip of love it CDI. might be the, I want to play the CDI ones. I've heard the CDI games aren't as bad as they get uh, credited as. And then I, I've also heard they're worse than than they're credited <laughs> as. So I never know. Mm -hmm. I think I have a couple of. I have a way to play two of them, but that might be it. But who knows? Someday, patrons mm -hmm. uh, probably would be a way to 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 make us do that someday. <laughs> Um, also find more Zelda media and we'll watch it but so far we've only had to watch the awful cartoon show so will excuse me princess <laughs> I will say apparently moonlighting I don't know uh, an amazing an amazing piece of media if you have not watched it that is related to Legend of Zelda have you seen the animated Breath of the Wild video the speedrunning one? Oh, yeah. The speedrun the... Breath of the Wild oh, video? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. That is one of my favorite oh. videos on the internet. It's mm. so good. Incredibly accurate, too, as far as how the speedrun was done. It's Yeah, at that time, it, it, yeah. Uh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. it, it's surprisingly, like, uh, nuanced, those things. that Like, like it, the, the way, like, the, even just, like, how slapdash it seems to be, like, 
if you know enough about what they're pulling from, like you can notice the little like very nuanced things about speed runs or just the game. It's if they're not even doing a speed run one, they're just doing the game. It's like, ha, ah, okay, I caught that. Yeah. It's like a reference in like the, the Book of Mormon, um, if like only Mormons get or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I think that the first time I ever watched that video, I had never seen a speed run. So we watched the video. I was laughing my butt off, but I didn't know what some of the tricks were yet. Watched the speed run and then went back and watched it again. And the before and after, it was hilarious both times, but for very different reasons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. mm-hmm yeah well why don't we uh why don't we wrap it up we'll, we'll definitely have you guys back uh in when tears of the kingdom's out to do uh, a little check-in yes kind of yes. thing um I, I don't want to say too much about it here but i don't know if we're doing that for some reason keeping it behind the curtain but uh my thing is i uh what you what you're wearing what's your weapon and what's your tip but um yeah that's my little spiel for it so far so hey where can my where hey where can people (laughs) find you Uh, i'm in my room right now but i would rather not (laughs) reveal that place and location Mm. uh well if, (laughs) if there were things that you you do want people to find on the internet somewhere where might those things be located oh oh okay okay now it makes sense uh hi uh my name's ruby hart uh legend of zelda <clears throat> fan and uh actor speedrunner, as well as a gdq interviewer uh you can find me at twitch.tv slash ruby heart that is r-u-b-i-e-h-a-r-t uh i have a series on sundays called the legend of ruby hero of the historia where i am playing through the entire legend of zelda timeline and as mentioned earlier right now we are on the legend of potato minish cap because i let my chat name my link for each individual game this time his name is potato (laughs) and we have a little (laughs) potato gif it's delightful um (laughs) i i also do speed runs of anything from shadow of the colossus titan souls solar ash uh this summer at sgdq i'm going to be running overcooked 2 all hangry horde levels with my team um, and, and so many more games that I either do speed run or I'm learning the speed runs too. Uh, so feel free to check me out there. And I am loaf of white Brad. I have another podcast called hair of the dog cast where we talk about video games and beer. And when I am not doing that, I am spending most of my free time researching video games or playing video games. Our next month is street fighter we're doing and I have written 20 pages Ooh. of outlines just about the games without touching Ooh. the lore and I'm terrified uh, those 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 games are fantastic I've recently uh, played through quite a bit of them uh, we have another podcast series about craft beer we have one about Elden Ring and we have gotten probably about 20 30 hours of talking about Elden Ring at this point and there's so much more to talk about I, I feel about Elden Ring the way y'all feel about Legend of Zelda, I believe. And yeah, so you can find me on Hair of the Dogcast. Look it up. And you can find me at Games Done Quick. You can find me in Milwaukee, um, hopefully outside drinking a beer because the weather is nice sometimes. <laughs> and thank you so and, much and for having uh, having me on, having us on, uh, Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
We, long time we, uh, friend. If you like it, it, long time, so so long. If you like the three of us talking and would like to hear more, go check out our other show, which is Need for Speed Running. Yeah, uh, a, a mm-hmm. podcast about speed runs and the people who love them. Um, yeah, we did a Mario Odyssey episode recently. Um, doing an episode talking about Summer Games Done Quick. The schedule for the marathon is out, and it is delightful. And uh, BC hung out with us and talked about the schedule. So yeah, check that out. That's coming up at the end of end of May, early June. Mm-hmm. And Very it is excited. stacked with Legend of Zelda speed runs. I think there are six or oh, seven yeah. in this marathon. So yeah, definitely want to check out There's a blindfolded... Those. A blindfolded Breath of the Wild speed run. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one's going to be wild. Want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you have been listening to Chat of the Wild. Please uh, rate and review the show. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash chat of the wild. And come back and listen to more wonderful Zelda episodes because we love you. And we love Brad. And Brad, go to bed. Just need some NyQuil. (laughs) 